Hey everybody, welcome back to the Crypto Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Henriquez, and welcome back, guys. Uh, since last week, I have made a few changes. Um, originally, I thought I was going to do the show on Tuesdays and Fridays, but it looks like, um, you know, things are starting to pile up in my personal life, and also, you know, it's a little slow right now, but, uh, you know, I'm still doing weekly shows. I'm still going to do them every Tuesday from now on, so uh, that's the schedule you guys can look forward to. I know what you guys are thinking. You're like, well, why'd you announce friday if you aren't gonna do it well ladies and gentlemen you know how life is you know it throws a curveball at you you gotta adjust you know you gotta keep on moving but that's where i'm at right now so uh if you guys had any questions about why i announced tuesday and friday and only did it on tuesday that's why i owe you guys an apology and i'll always keep you guys updated from now on also if you did follow my page on facebook i was part of that group of people that were involved with Crypto's News, uh, the group that got banned from Facebook. So that's no longer a thing for me. I uh, no longer have a Facebook. And you know what? I'm glad. Honestly, um, I have a good friend of, of uh, Crypto's News. His name is Patrick Leach. And he was like asking us, him and his sister, Sheena, they kept asking us, like, why are you guys still using Facebook? Like, you should really just not do it. And you know what? It's about time that... Uh, that we got rid of it honestly i mean they got rid of us but you know it's a blessing in disguise so i'm not really worried about it but yeah so that's what's going on so uh yeah my facebook page is gone (laughs) my personal page and the crypto plug podcast page but really i'm not worried about it honestly um you know it's just it's a social media company who act more like tyrants than facilitators of a free world so that's fine with me. I don't really care. Anyway, guys, uh, so welcome back. And we're going to talk about a few things here, guys. I think we're going to talk about a little bit more. But uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with the markets, right? So Coin Market Cap is reporting that Bitcoin is up a total of 10% over the last 24 hours. Um, I mean, that's really good news. It's trading at 73.34 right now. And Ethereum's above 500 again. Uh, Ripple, if you guys care about that, is at 50 cents. I hope you guys didn't hear like a, a tinge of disdain in my voice, but I did my best to hide it. So if you care about Ripple, it's 50 cents. And uh, EOS is nearly at $9. Litecoin at 90.32. So the markets have recovered fairly well, building off of last week's uh, Let's not call it a run-up, but let's say gradual climb. Uh, it is notable to, to say that uh, Bitcoin gained about $20 billion in the space of 30 minutes at one point in the last 24 hours. So that's pretty impressive. But that's pretty much where the market is standing right now. And also, if you're a holder of Cardano, congratulations, because that is up 13%. It's trading at uh, about $0.17. Cents pretty cool but anyway guys uh moving on that is the market so right now you know what for i say about 70 percent of my shows i feel like i've always had to start the show with there's fucking blood in the streets there's blood in the streets but you know what it's it's really really dope to not have to start that way (laughs) so uh yeah guys so the next thing we're going to talk about is the companies with blockchain in their titles in china so China apparently has seen a six-fold increase in the numbers of companies with blockchain in the title. So basically, they're figuring they they're citing figures from business and civil data uh, aggregator. It looks like qixin.com. Don't want to butcher it, so I'm not going to. And it hers, they host about four thousand blockchain-related companies. Uh, in the past six and a half months, there were three thousand seventy-eight firms 
with uh, the Chinese translation of blockchain, which looks like Kukulian in their names. While last year there were 555. Just really, really, really put that in perspective. That's crazy. There were 555 companies with the word blockchain in their name in China last year. And in the past six and a half months, it has ballooned up to 3,078 firms. That is ridiculous. I mean, I know I said at the beginning, the title of it was that it's increased sixfold. But, you know, when you see the numbers, they're so much more impressive. And, you know, it's it's all good. But this is, is pretty cool. I think it's very impressive. Apparently says in the past 12 months, uh, 16,600 firms were set up with blockchain specified as part of their lines of business. While over 3,800 of them had registered capital of more than $1.5 million. Um, that's particularly impressive because it means 25%. Uh, let me see. A little bit less than 25% of the companies that were set up with blockchain specific goals have at least $1.5 million of registered capital. That's pretty cool. Um, as I mean, obviously, we all know that as far as startups go and technology and, and you know, just the sector that we work in or you're interested in, as far as technology goes, is, is really, how should I put this? Um, I want to say opulent. Uh, let's say let's say it's an expensive industry, right? And one point five million dollars isn't a lot of money. But think about if you were, you know, running a startup. Uh, one point five million dollars is definitely a good place to start. And apparently, twenty five percent of the firms with blockchain specified as their uh, as part of their lines of business have at least one point five million dollars. Pretty cool. Um, but you know. If these people are really enthusiasts of blockchain te- technology, more power to them. Uh, there's also the po- there's also the possibility that they're just riding the wave, um, which I'm not calling them vultures because I'm sure that uh, that I've done this at one point or another, jumped on some popular fad. But that's the way they look at it. They look at it as a fad, and obviously those who are involved in the space and involved in the daily coverage of the news with blockchain or read the news or, you know, are generally well-informed know that there are a lot of people here that are for, that are here for the money and there's very few that are here for the passion. So that being said, we'll close out that China sees sixfold increase in companies with blockchain in their title. Pretty cool. Uh, moving on, Coinbase uh, gets regulator approval to list digital coins considered to be securities. So, they received approval from the SEC and the Financial Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, the FINRA, to list digital coins considered to be securities. Um, so, I mean, I guess I, I was reading this and I guess the SEC defines which digital coins, I'm using, uh, you know, quotation marks, here are securities. I'm guessing they decide and then Coinbase gets is now getting the permission to, you know, uh, list those digital coins that are considered to be securities by the SEC. That's the thing you got to realize is it's not Coinbase being like, oh, this is a security and this is not, you know, it's the SEC telling Coinbase, all right, this is a security and these are not. And then Coinbase decides whether or not they're going to list it. So it's not really anything revolutionary on Coinbase's side. Um, it's really just another step in Coinbase, Coinbase uh, establishing their, donimus, their dominance and uh, emphasizing the foothold that they have on 
industry as far as being more further along in talks with the government as far as regulation and obviously they're reaping the perks of you know being going along with the government so that's cool for them i guess <laughs> uh so this is cool moving on guys 38 percent of south africans wish they had invested in crypto before um i feel like if you ask the majority of people this like if if they had invested in bitcoin before it got huge the majority of people would tell you that they would not have uh i do say that because the majority of people just don't understand it a lot of people think it's a pyramid scheme a lot of people think that it's a ponzi scheme a lot of people don't know what it is and people fear what they don't know so if you ask them that the majority of people are going to have probably the exact same answer as this poll right here uh the majority of people are going to be like I wouldn't have invested because whatever, blah, blah. They would come up with some kind of moral problem, some ethical problem that doesn't really exist. You know, they would probably think they're, oh, I'm supporting drug dealers, oh, the dark web, you know, but they don't really know. So the, right here, according to the study, it says 38% of the respondents agreed with the statement that they wish they had invested in crypto before. And 71% agreed that you can make a lot of money with them. Uh, however, 43% of respondents agreed with the statement that... Check this out. They are bad news, like a pyramid scheme. And 53% said they do not understand how cryptocurrencies work. I guess I guess I was wrong about my majority assumption. That's all it was. It was an assumption. But I was wrong, yeah. So uh, apparently 43% of the respondents think that it's bad news, like a pyramid scheme. And 53% say they do not understand how cryptos work. Well, I guess in the case of the 43%, there's a whole other 57%. And it depends how that's broken up into, uh, yeah, it's great news. Uh, or the people that just didn't respond. So it looks like the majority of people do think it's not bad news. So I was only half wrong. Check it out. You know, a broken clock is right twice a day. But um, yeah, guys. So, I mean, they asked uh, South African citizens this. They They apparently wish that they had. And uh, there's also something very interesting here. So the share of awareness of crypto is equal to or exceeds 50% in every surveyed country with the highest in Austria, 79% and Poland, 77%. In the U.S., 57% of respondents have heard of cryptocurrency. <sighs> I hope you guys heard the emotion in that side. But you know what? More power to the Austrians and the Polish. Congratulations on your citizens being awoke. And... To the citizens of the U.S., step your game up, uh, myself included, because I am part of that. I don't know. I said that like I wasn't part of that group. But anyway, guys, moving on past this, um, this is actually great. Canada's Rivermont uh, crypto fund holds 90% of its assets in fiat with only 9% in Bitcoin. Um, so it has $2.3 million of assets in fiat currency. Uh, well, 91% of the $2.3 million in fiat currency with only 9% in Bitcoin. Uh, I just, this is, okay, this is the thing. This, this is the thing. So the firm is called the Rivmont or Rivmont, Riv, Rivmont, I don't know, Crypto Fund. Uh, it's a portfolio management firm. And it has crypto in its name, but 91% of $2.3 million of its assets aren't fiat. And only 9% in Bitcoin. Uh, this actually boggles the mind because it, it's called the crypto fund. Um, you would expect them to have invested in Ethereum you or an Ether. You would have expected them to invest in Litecoin. 
uh, EOS even. All these, you know, if I didn't mention your favorite coin, I'm sorry, but all these different coins and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's actually ridiculous. It said that they have a plan to invest in ICOs and altcoins like NEO and Dash. I just, okay. I just, this, is, this, this ties into that thing we were talking about earlier about how people are riding the wave. The people who manage this fund are obviously riding the crypto wave. They have crypto in the name, it's trendy, blah, 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 right? And yet they still hold more than 90% in fiat currency. These are the people that are trying to become, prof that are profiteers, you know, they're profiteering off of the place that cryptocurrency is right now. They don't really care about whether the technology that's linked to cryptocurrencies comes along. They only care that they're making money out of it. I can't blame them, but I also am, you know, I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm, I understand, but it's just, I, I, it's ridiculous. Don't call the fund the crypto fund if you're going to have less than 10% in crypto, much less uh, if you're going to have only 9% in one cryptocurrency. It's not a crypto fund. It's a fiat fund with, you know, the fun perk of saying, oh, we also invest in, in Bitcoin. Ooh, how's that? <laughs> No, it's ridiculous. Whatever. Um, I mean, maybe it's a conservative fund, but even even so, it's just like it's so weird. It's so weird. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, that that one got me a little worked up, guys. I'm sorry. But moving on, guys. Um, we're gonna talk about how Australia has launched the first cryptocurrency vault. It's the ultimate in cold storage. <laughs> it's like literally I was reading through like an article and I was like, what, what, what? That's ridiculous. But uh, it's actually being launched by Decentralized Capital and they're saying that cold storage is the future. Um, quoting this from CCN's website, it says, following a spate of high-profile attack at major exchanges, resulting in losses worth hundreds of millions of dollars, industry players have developed a heightened interest in cold storage, which ensures that private keys are stored offline and away from internet thieves. Okay, guys, if you don't know what cold storage is, it's basically just storing your crypto where nobody on the internet can get to them. It's like... Imagine if you came into possession of one Bitcoin. Let's say you bought a Chromebook or something, or I guess not a Chromebook. I guess a good example would be like a paper wallet. But the whole point is, yeah, so um, this they're, they're building this crazy actual vault for crypto, uh, <laughs> for crypto uh, cold storage. I just laugh because I, I, I'm reading this again and it's just, it's really really cracking me up so it says the service targets high net worth individuals institutional investors crypto exchanges and ico issuers offering them all the advantages of cutting edge cold storage along with an in-house private wi-fi room to permit safe inward and outward cryptocurrency transfers in the event of a catastrophic failure of all defenses all digital asset holdings are also insured okay that part's pretty cool um but it says that they use a range of formidable cold storage security solutions, including satellites, deep cold storage, and military-grade bunkers spread out across five continents. Okay, so real quick, guys, a quick caveat. Really has nothing to do with the article except for one thing. You see how they said military-grade bunkers? I'm going to tell you guys a story. I was in the Army. I know what military-grade is. Uh, we literally, anytime that we ever got any type of new equipment, that equipment was broken in two days. 
Now you could say, oh, you guys didn't maintain it. But two days, uh, I'm talking literally here, like new Humvees will get repaired and break down again in two days. Or Humvees in general with low mileage will get repaired and then break down two days later. You guys got to stop falling into this military grade, I'm doing quotation marks, military grade trap. It's not an actual thing. It's it's like if somebody told you, oh, you know, this it's it's the worst grade you can get because you know why? Because the military buys things that are extremely mass produced uh, from the lowest bidder. That was a joke we always said when I was in the army. I said, you know, the lowest bidder whenever something would break, you know, the lowest bidder. It's true, though. So, guys, that pretty much uh, wraps everything up. And uh, real quick, guys, before I go, let's just review the markets one more time. Bitcoin up 9%, Ethereum up 5 Oh, oh wow. Okay, Ethereum up 5%, Ripple up 6 Bitcoin Cash up 7.3%, and EOS up 11%. So, guys, that is... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, real quick, guys, I do have a thought to leave you guys with. Um, you know, I I've had troubles before deciding what I'm supposed to do in life and where I'm supposed to be and where I belong. But uh, you know, thanks to a lot of good friends and and uh, family members always having great advice for me, I've I've always found my way back. You know, so. I'm going to leave you guys with this with this quote. It's life consists not in holding good cards, but in playing those you hold well. That is Josh Billings who said that. But I, I wholeheartedly agree with this. You know, everybody's dealt their own hand, whether it's a great hand or a shit hand. It's really only what you make of it. There are rich kids who are born with everything who screw it up, end up in jail, or drug addicted, and just straight up just gambling away their entire future and they were born with an advantage they were born with a silver spoon and then there are some people who are born with nothing who rise to the top of the mountain to the peak so you know it's it's really about playing the cards that you hold well it's true but guys uh, i'm gonna stop preaching because i feel like you guys hate when i do this and uh just tell you guys thank you guys so much for being here and thank you for listening to me rant and uh, i'll be back next week on the 24th of july tuesday hope uh, you guys have a great rest of the week i hope you have you guys have a great weekend stay safe and uh, remember stay plugged in